we left last time where Doyle was escorting a very, very drunk cookie into her dark hotel room. And we'll start there. Where's the, the light? light? Oh, oh! don't worry, my dear. We'll get you all sorted and in bed. No worries. He'll begin to maneuver her to the bed, set her down. Start to remove her shoes. She'll let him. Let the shoes go off. You're, You're so, so sweet. Yes, yes, my dear. Now help me remove your coat. And he'll start to unbutton. Her coat, taking the arms out. She'll not make it very easy on him, like undressing or dressing a toddler a little bit. But eventually the coat will come off. And she'll just fall backwards and plop down like, (laughs) Oh, my dear. That won't do. And he's going to walk to the side of the bed and cradle her a bit to move her up. Onto the bed, put a head on a pillow, and then hold her body up. Wait, wait. What? 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 My, my dear. Oh, I need to. I need to use the ladies' room. Oh, oh, of course. Oh. Just you, you can, can get, get me, me there. there. I can. I can do, do the. Just if help me find the door. Of course, and so he'll scooch your legs around so they're off the side of the bed onto the floor and he'll put his arm around you, lift you up out of the bed and start walking you towards the bathroom. When she reaches it, she'll go in and turn around real quick before shutting the door, hold up a finger. Just one one minute. Of course. Of course. I will be here patiently awaiting your return. And she'll give him a wink and close the door and lock it. Okay. So at this point, is Ash in control? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there's a mirror in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ash is going to take a moment and look at himself in the mirror, stand up straight, flex the hands out, turn them over, practice moving the digits around, look at his face, or her face, really. Blink a few times, open the mouth, stretch out the jaw. Just kind of get used to the whole corporealness for a minute. A little hazy in there, but you're working through it. It's fine. Mm, Nice to be in a body, isn't it? It certainly is. Gotta look around the bathroom and see if anything within jumps out. You'll see a cosmetic bag with her toiletries there. You'll see the old-fashioned toilet where the big water tank is way up high on the wall and there's the chain and everything. A tub with that wraparound shower rod at the top. A small tub, not a full-length tub. Bigger than a 
a bucket smaller than a tub, round basin bowl-like thing that counts as a bathtub. In that cosmetic bag, might there be one of those nail files that's kind of long and has the point at the end for the pick? Of course. She is a lady, sir. Gonna take that. And is there any place on Cookie's outfit right now where that could be tucked into? Well, as all women know, your bra is basically a second wallet. Well, she'll try to put that in there without stabbing herself, as well as making sure it can be a little bit inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. Take a little bit more time admiring myself in the mirror. After maybe two or three minutes, pull the chain on the toilet to flush it. Spend some time washing the hands and face, drying off with a towel. And before exiting the room, limber up a tad and get back into drunk cookie or drunky. <laughs> and uh, go back into the hotel room. So when you open that door, he'll uh, have his back to the door and he'll turn his head a bit, trying to make sure if you're coming out unclothed or something. And he'll do quick little peek glances and then he'll see that you're still wearing your clothes, your dress, and he'll turn around and goes, oh, uh, wonderful, are you are you set then and ready to be escorted back? Um. Yeah, but you're you're gonna stay around a little bit, aren't you? I feel a lot better. Oh, 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 well, my my dear, why don't we just get you settled and then and then we'll discuss that. And he'll again offer that arm. No, oh, I want to hear. I want to hear more of that story we were talking at the restaurant, but we didn't get to finish, and that's my fault. I'm sorry. Here, come here, come here. And is there uh, like a chair or a bench or somewhere to sit? There's a chair. She's going to try to pull him over towards that chair and get him to sit down. Okay. He will let you lead him and he'll drop down in the chair, a little surprised looking at you. And um, I, I really think you should, you know, Get a proper rest before tomorrow's event. I, I don't want to to spend. It's it's a little improper to 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 be alone in this in this room with you. Oh, nobody, nobody knows, knows you're here. here. Five, Five minutes, minutes isn't gonna, gonna kill anybody. Uh, Come on, and she'll grab his hand by both hands and kind of tug on it a little bit. Five minutes. Five minutes, and then really, I. I think I should go. I, I wouldn't want any gossip starting. I'm thinking only of your honor, dear. Oh, no gossip. And she'll put a finger to her lips. Now, remind me, what is the story you wish to, to hear? He's a bit flustered now. Keeps looking around the room. Feels he should be here. It's just so improper. It was about the book. Um, the three books, or maybe it was the book with three names. I can't remember. The fancy one, the one that, that was supposed to be magic, but you said isn't magic. Oh, the book for the Galadamar. 
My dear, you're still on this magic book idea. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And the way you tell the story. It's fanciful. The, the mere idea that you can think you can control the powers that be just through simple recitation of words. Just, it's silly. And, and you, my dear, are too smart to fall for this. I understand the novelty of it, yes. But uh, it's, to be quite frank, my, my dear Charlotte, the, the book itself has some terrible passages. I think you're romanticizing it far greater than it needs to be. There's talk of ritualistic sacrificing of animals and even people. It's just not something to discuss, and I really wish... Charlotte, you would push it out of your mind. The Bible has sacrifice and stuff. That's okay, isn't it? Not not, not to, to do it, it but, but to, to talk, talk about, about it is okay. It's, uh, I do not wish to be in a theological debate with you, my dear. I just... Well, maybe we could talk about something else. I mean, there's going to be more than just the book there. There's other stuff, right? It's a whole big thing. Yes, yes, there's the letters written to family members and from family members giving some provenance of book and how it was transported from Ireland to here after the Great War and some kind of secrecy. Apparently for this family, it, it held a great honor for them, and so they revered it to a certain extent, but once Fitzhugh took control of it, well, he saw it for its its worth as merely a museum artifact. While he's talking, does he still look tense? Like he feels a little bit out of place? Not that he feels out of place. He's not as uncomfortable as he was in the beginning right now. It's more like he's talking to a rambunctious child, and he's just trying to get the child to go to bed right now. Okay. She'll stand up while he's talking and move along the back side of the chair and place her hands on his shoulders. And not like rub it, but like just squeeze his shoulders a little bit. So, um, I guess you're, you're feeling better. A little bit. I just, you know, I wanted to keep you here a little bit longer. I still have a few minutes, I think. Is there a clock in the room? He has a pocket watch. He'll reach up tentatively and lay his hand on one of your hands and say, So, does this mean you've given some thought to my offer? That I made in the in the car. Mm-hmm. You said that I wouldn't remember, but I remember. And I remember everything you said. All the things that you said at dinner and in the car. And she'll start to rub his shoulders a little bit this time. A little bit of that kneading action right there. So you would be open then to me formally courting you? Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. You're so put together, and and I'm just a mess. I need 
someone like you who's so smart and 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 held together to to sort me out. And you're right. I don't need to be doing this crazy job, all this stuff. I need to start acting my age, and I need to get my life together. My dear, you're a diamond in the rough. You need just a bit of polishing to shine. Mm. <laughs> that, that makes, makes me feel happy. What, what else? Say, Say something, something else that's sweet. Uh, well, um, I uh, even though you do seem to latch on to the more, um, well, the more common knowledges and, and ideas of the people, I'm I I know you have a mind to grasp the the higher level academics, and I cannot wait to show you those things and to travel with you see the world and and kind of show it to you in a new way oh, i can't wait it's going to be so good she will lean down and put her face close to his ear and say you know so much and everything you said was just you're so smart and you know everything but there was one little thing that you were wrong about. Just one teensy little thing. Oh. Cock his head. Oh. Mm-hmm. What was that? About magic. About magic not being real. Oh, Charlotte, my dear, are we back on this? Mm-hmm. See, I know something you don't know. And what is that, my dear? While she's leaning down, she'll put her arms to where her forearms are hugging him from behind. Uh-huh. She'll say, magic is real. And it's standing right behind you. And then snap his neck. <gasps> You're gonna make that brawl roll, my dear. Instead of snapping the neck, you have a more like a chokehold. And he's stunned, and he's reaching his arms up to your arms to try to pry them apart. Could I strangle him to death? Mm-hmm. Let me see if he can pull your arms off. As you're trying to, to you know, you've got the hold. He is able to break it, and he's going to get up out of the chair and just look at you in shock. What's wrong, Doyle? Don't you want to wrestle? <laughs> He's going to rub his neck a bit and go, Well, my dear, I, I, I just, I think maybe, um, I should, I should get you to bed and, and, and I should head out. I, I have a very busy day tomorrow. And he'll extend his hand out to you to offer his hand. Here, let me get you t- to bed. Okay, okay. I'm coming, I'm coming. And she'll just stumble over to him and reach out to make like she's going to take his arm Mm -hmm. and then try to cold cock him and knock him out. All right, so we're going to do the the brawl again. So you've knocked him down a total of four hit points. He is feeling very groggy. He's not able to shout he is like grunting and he's 
in a very confused state of mind. He doesn't quite know what's happening. A woman is beating him up in her hotel room, and he has no idea what's going on. I'm going to see if he can scramble out of there. Let me see if he can do that. So he is squirreled away from you and is moving towards the door. I'm going to try to grab him and take the nail file. I can't let him out of the room. So let's see if we grab him. So you do grab him and the force, you smack him into the wall or the door. And you do another two points of damage to him. His hand is going for the doorknob. So what are we doing next? I'm going to try to slam ahead into the door. Full three points of damage. He only had two remaining. So you have not only knocked him out cold, but you've probably broke that nose and maybe driven it up into the brain there. He's out. He just falls like a sack of potatoes to the ground. Now, what do you do? So let's pick him up and uh, drag him back over to that chair and just kind of assess the situation. How bad is his face looking right now? It's bloodied. The bruises are starting to come up. The nose is just a mangled, mushed mess. Mm-hmm. He has some bruises around his neck because you did grapple him around that. He looks like he has been manhandled. That is for sure. Okay. Is there blood on the door or on the wall or anything? Yes, there is indeed. First things first, let's clean that up. Okay. Okay, let's use some toilet paper. Is it like a ton of blood or is it just like a little splat where I hit him? Let's roll your perception. You see just a uh, mark like on the door where that last hit did. Just a red spot on the wooden door. Let's clean that up. Mm -hmm. Let's clean his face up. Try to get that nose looking like it should. Mm -hmm. We'll take the bloody toilet paper that we got and we'll flush it. Okay. Has anybody come to investigate the noises yet? No. Do you want to open the door and look out or do you want to listen? I want to listen first. All right. I will roll her listen. Ear to the door. You don't hear anything. Of course, it is going on 11 o'clock at night and... This is a sleepy little New England town, so it would make sense that everybody's shut up for the night. Okay. Is there any alcohol in the room? No, no, no. If you want alcohol, you got to be in Bruno's room. Does he have, like, a little hip flask in his coat or anything like that? Doyle? No. He is a refined gentleman. doesn't walk around like some scofflaw with a pint. How much time does Ash have inhabiting this body? You probably have maybe 30 minutes or so, unless you want to give your control up now to Cookie. No, I need to get this body taken care of before then. What does 
Ash do to get rid of a body? What he would like to do would be to weekend at Bernie's this thing, put Doyle's hat back on his head. Maybe uh, if he's got like a scarf or something, put that around his neck. Make sure his coat collar is pulled up nice and high. It's winter, so he does have a hat, scarf, and overcoat. Perfect. So we're going to bundle that coat up really good. Going to get him under Cookie's arm. And Mm -hmm. she's basically in the reverse of what he did to bring her up. She's going to bring him back down to his car. Is there a body of water nearby? There's a river. Okay. Cool. If she can, take him down to his car and load him up. Drive over to where that river is. The Miskatonic River? There are several bridges. Okay. Would it be easy to take that car over one of those rivers without Cookie being inside the car? So you want to make it look like the vehicle went off the road into the river. You want to make it look like a wreck? Yeah. Okay. I know that is quite a lot to ask for. It is indeed. And let's do a luck roll to see if you're lucky on that, okay? Okay. You can indeed find a spot at the western part just where the you kind of leave the town proper. It's the last bridge. Thank goodness it's January, a little icy. This bridge isn't traveled a lot, so there is some ice. If you were to find a rock and gun it towards the side of the bridge, you can bust through the wood railing and it'll land in the river. Perfect. You want to do that? Yeah, certainly. Okay. I'm going to see what Doyle's luck roll is. At the end of this, we have Cookie, possessed by Ash, standing up on the bridge, looking down through the busted wood railing on the bridge at the slowly sinking vehicle of Doyle. And then Cookie just slowly turns and walks back to the hotel. If Ash is still in control, when she gets back, he'll wash her hands, clean her face, whistling while he does so. So you'll just kind of do what you've seen her get ready for bed a thousand times. You're just going to go through that motion and then lay down, go to sleep. and Absolutely. She'll wake up none the wiser. Absolutely. Is there any place on Cookie's outfit right now where that could be tucked into? Well, as all women know, your bra is basically a second wallet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) brief aside, I've always been aware of that, but never consciously thought about it unless unless it happened in front of me. You can Um, put money in there, a cell phone in there, your ID in there, some lipstick in there. And it's standing right behind you. And then snap his neck. (gasps) You're going to make that brawl roll, my dear. 
And we know Cookie has a pretty great brawl. Um, but because she also has uh, Ash kind of now controlling, I will actually bump that up. And we will roll. What if I told you? It but I... <laughs> it's okay. That's why I brought the letter opener, too. Okay. Does he have, like, a little hip flask in his coat or anything like that? Doyle? No, he is a refined gentleman. He doesn't walk around like some scofflaw with a pint. Okay, I mean, shoot, I don't know. It's the 20s. Everyone was just hammered all the time. Not everyone, sir. Some of us were good, God-fearing teetotalers. I've seen The Great Gatsby. I know how this works. Um, that was 1920s? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see what Doyle's luck roll is. He's dead. Okay. I was about to ask, oh no, you forgot to finish the job. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a Net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.